Good evening, everyone. Welcome to our Bible study. I thought it was summer, summertime, thought it was spring. Look outside, it looks like winter. We're glad to have you with us tonight, though, to be a part of our Bible study. Welcome, church family. We love you and miss you. I'm looking forward to joining together again in worship. Um, I met with the, um, our district um, clergy, pastors, in a Zoom meeting today. Um, had 41 participants with our DS, and we went over some of the guidelines. Um, several preachers had some creative ideas uh, about how to respond to the COVID-19 um, pandemic. And that they're working on on tabulating um, those um, guidelines based from the CDC and from uh, from what other clergy are are doing in their church. Um, we're all in the same boat across the um, across the, the district and the conference. Um, many of us, uh, many other clergy, are, are, are experiencing similar things that we are. Um, many of them are utilizing the streaming ministry. Um, uh, is getting their services out, um, sharing God's word through through streaming, through Bible study and uh, internet, and and um, the dis the district superintendent said he was impressed with all the creativity that's going on in our conference in our district, and he he said he he could watch four or five services a day and keep up with what's going on in the district, and so. Um, I wanted to say, too, I learned at the meeting that the self-regional um, hospital in Greenwood I learned from our meeting today that is on lockdown. Several of the staff there have reported, um, have, have tested positive um, from uh, COVID-19. We also had a church that I learned in the Greenwood district uh, had, had COVID, had, had uh, a member test positive. So that church now is under quarantine or 14 days or whatever. Um, so it's so this, and I learned last night that um, I sound like I'm 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 right I'm eating on a on a drum, but I heard last night they had a special on on WSPA channel seven. Um, it's seven it's seven o'clock yesterday evening, and it was called. Um, COVID-19, South Carolina responds to COVID-19. They had the governor and, and they had uh, um, Dr. Linda Bale, a state epidemiologist, and they had the mayor of Charleston, and they had the, um, they had the um, director of the, uh, the head of the, um, of the Chamber of Commerce, Commerce in South Carolina, and they had um, um, Senator Lindsey Graham, and they had... Um, Senator Tim Scott on yesterday, and I mentioned the governor of South Carolina. And from what they have said in that meeting yesterday, um, that they are expecting a second wave to hit us that will be more than more powerful than the, this first wave, and they're expecting that to happen in the fall. Um, and so Lindsey Graham said he's working overtime to make sure that our doctors and nurses and first responders have the have the uh, personal injury protection that they need. He's working in Congress to get to get those um, masks and other things ready um, because they all said that they believe that that it's going to happen again. So we may be uh, we may be in lockdown again. Um, 
uh, at that time until there's a vaccine vaccine developed. Um, so we just want to ask for continued prayer for our leaders as they as they guide in and direct us during this time. Um, tonight, we're glad to have you with us. Um, we'll be we'll be looking at um, Revelation chapter seven. I know everybody wants to know who are the hundred forty four thousand. That's the typical question that comes up a lot of times. When you deal with Revelation, who are the 144,000, you know? And, and why does God only use 144,000 during this time? And are the 140, what's so special about the 144,000? And, and why does God use them? Well, so tonight we're going to answer some of those questions, okay? Um, so I hope you'll stay tuned in to our Bible study. We're going to be looking at Revelation chapter 6, now it, 7. It only has 17 verses. And so we're just going to, so we might just have a shorter Bible study tonight, but we, we're going we're gonna to focus primarily on Revelation chapter 7 um, as we look through God's Word. Uh, it has, let me see, I'm looking at my Bible. It has 17 verses. Um, and so, uh, so you, if you break it down, half of the verses deal with 144,000, and the other half do have to do with the um, tribulation saints. Um, that are martyred during this time. So, um, before we begin tonight, let us pause for a word of prayer as we as we as we come before the throne of grace um, this evening. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for this opportunity to approach your throne. Speak to us tonight through your word. Give us hope and inspiration, and draw close to each of our hearts we bind any hindering spirit and, and we take every thought captive and we help us to put on the mind of Christ we ask any spirit we we cast it out from from our listening audience and we ask that the spirit of truth may come and guide us in all truth we ask now Lord that you would Give us wisdom as we learn um, what you ha want us to learn from chapter 7. Speak to our hearts, and we ask for continued prayer during this time for our nation, nation leaders, and national leaders, and our state leaders, and all those affected in directly, indirectly by COVID-19. We just pray for your continued hand to lead God and direct us, and we ask this prayer this, this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight, I'm going to read through um, verses 1 through 17 for you, and I'm reading from the King James Version, um, beginning at verse 1 of chapter 7. And these things I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw an angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and cried out with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and they were sealed a hundred and forty and four thousand, all the tribes of the children of Israel. The other tribe of Judah were sealed, twelve thousand. The tribe of Reuben was sealed, twelve thousand. The tribe of Gad was sealed, twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Asher was sealed, 
12,000 of the tribe of Nephilim were sealed. 12,000 of the tribe of Manassas were sealed. 12,000 of the tribe of Simon were sealed. Of Levi were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Issachar were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Zebulun were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. After this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all the nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues, stood before the throne. And behold, the land clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. And I cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne and upon the Lamb. And all the angels stood round the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes, and whence can, can they? And I s- said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said to me, these, these, these are they that came out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in the temple. And that sitteth, and he that sitteth on the throne dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither they shall thirst no more, neither shall the sunlight on them nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of waters, and God shall wipe away all their tears from their eyes. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So last week, if you recall, um, we went through the first six seal judgments. And, that, and we went through the first four. It was the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And we met the Antichrist was the very first seal. Uh, then we met um then we met um war and then famine and then death and then the um fifth seal was the the tribulation saints we learned about those people that that um accepted Christ after the rapture and they were martyred um persecuted for their faith and they came before the throne of God and um and you see there are two so there are two types of people in heaven. They're those of the church that are raptured that have a, a resurrected, glorified body, and then there's those of the res, the uh, of the um of the tribulation saints who who still have a soul and a spirit but have not been raptured. Now they will be raptured at the end of the tribulation period, and they will join the church. But while the tribulation period is going on. They're right there under the throne of God, and God tells them to wait till the time comes that their number is increased, or that the the six the seven year tribulation period is actually completed. So, in our scripture today, we meet that group of people as well. We also meet the hundred forty four thousand, which there's a lot of conjecture today about who are the hundred forty four thousand and what's so special about the hundred forty four thousand. Because for for a long time, the Jehovah Witnesses have 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 um said and stated that they're the ones that 144,000, that they would be the ones that would be making it into heaven. But see, if you read the 144,000, 
you know, God has chosen the 144,000. We don't say anything in these 17 verses. And you go back and read it yourself about these, these pe- people making it into heaven. It doesn't, doesn't say that in, this, in this, these 17 verses. Um, but drum roll, please. The only people it says in, in the Word of God, if you read the Word of God, it tells you very plainly that the 144,000 are Jews, not Gentiles. So you cannot be a member of the 144,000 unless you are a Jew and you're, unless you're one of the, from the 12 tribes of Israel, which there are two that did not make it in this cut that God chose. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, verses 1 and 2, you have, an, you have the, um, you've already, six judgments have already taken place, or six, six the first six seals have been open. Um, so the war, war is broken out. Famine is. See what what the the first seal judgments have to deal with is man against man. You have the antichrist, and so you have war, man against man. And so it was as a result of war and self and, and selfishness. You have you know we have people people um. Um, not helping one another, so you have famine breaking out. And then through famine, you have pestilence and death. And so then you have the the sixth judgment, the sixth seal that's open is cosmic um, calamity, is what I call it. You know, you have the stars falling from the sky, turn the moon turned to blood, and the sun turned dark, sackcloth um, and ashes. And so you have this upheaval in, in the sky rolled up in a scroll. Now. What some Bible scholars have suggested that it's either one of two things. One, it's it's uh, it's cosmic activity, stars falling from the heavens, um, the sun or the moon being moved out of orbit, the sun um, decaying in its orbit, the sun breaking down. Because you know the sun's been up there for I don't know how long, and then but, but see one like stars don't last forever. Um, stars don't last forever; they die out. Um, they go supernova. So it could be the sun deteriorating, you know, in its age and becoming a supernova and part of that or sunspots causing, you know, sunspots cause all kind of problems on the earth. So it could be that. Or some people say that have interpreted the rolling up of the sky could be a nuclear bomb being dropped. You know, we finally reached that point in, in this in this time period that that nation against nation um, launches nuclear weapons against each other. And so, you know, if you've ever seen a nuclear explosion on TV, um, you know, as they show them on TV back in, the, back in the 50s when they tested the atomic bomb, you can see how the, how the, the mushroom cloud forms and the sky is, is um, scrolled, is, 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 um, scroll, is like a scroll, you know, with the explosion. So some people believe, some Bible scholars believe that that, in itself um, is a is the telltale sign of a nuclear explosion happening. So those two are two interpretations. But we see in chapter seven there is a break from the seventh seal being opened. There's a break on the earth, and so the, there's an angel that's there's this, there's angel powerful angels that control you know the the um, the four winds you know east, north, south, and west. So, you know, the four corners of the earth, the earth is divided up into four corners, north, south, east, and west. 
And so there are four angels that are in charge of, that, of those areas in the world. They're powerful angels. Um, they're uh, hierarchy angels. And so at this time, God has given the angels charge to bring dispense judgment on the world. So these angels have gone out to dispense judgment. And, and the, um, the, 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 the most powerful one is the, is the angel we see uh, is the angel from the east in verse 2. He has the seal of the living God, and he says to the four, other four angels, um, don't do anything, just stop the judgment from happening. You know, we're stopping the judgment because we got to go and we got to anoint the, um, we got to anoint the, um, the, the, um, those that God has chosen to do God's work in the earth. Um, so, so the angel stops the, um, the tribulation period for a moment. And so, so these angels can go to four corners of the earth and anoint the people that God has chosen um, for, their, for their work um, during, the, during this time of the tribulation period. Um, and so this comes from um, Ezekiel. Um, you know, God marks the people in Ezekiel that belong to him um, on their forehead. And so everybody knows God's people because they're sealed on their forehead. And so what God tells these angels is to go out and um, go out from every corner of the world and anoint God's people um, that he has chosen to be the evangelist of the hour during, during the tribulation period. So the world goes through six judgments of the sealed judgments on the scroll that has sealed on both sides. And so the angels go out and they, they mark these um, special servants of God during the, um, this tribulation period. And these are, when you add up their number, and numbers are important in the Bible, if you add up their number, it's 144,000. So who exactly, who exactly are the 144,000? And what, are their, what, what is their job description? And what are they supposed to, supposed to do during the tribulation period? A lot of people ask that question more than any, anything else. Um, you know, there's just this fascination about the 144,000. What do they do? You know what, and so I so tonight I'm gonna share that share that with you. Um, okay, um, the hundred forty four thousand appear after the rapture. They don't they don't appear before the rapture. They come on the scene after the rapture. So um, the Jews today are the Messianic Jews that have received Christ, but they still have still believe they're still connected to their Jewish roots. If those, uh, when the rapture happens, those people will be taken in the rapture because they're part of the church. They have professed Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And so God is going to remove them off the earth so they won't have to go through the period of wrath. So any Jew that's have converted to Christianity, even though they, they still keep their, keep their Jewish roots, that is so they can convince their brothers and sisters in, in the Jewish faith and tradition, in the Jewish religion, that Jesus is the true long way to Messiah. Um, but when the trumpet sounds, those people are going to rise with, um, with, with, um, the, with 
with us because they're part of the church. And so they won't be left behind. God's not going to just, just leave these people um, behind on the earth. Um, these people that, um, from my study of the Word of God, these people that are 144,000 are Jews that convert to Christianity after um, the rapture. They convert to Christianity during the signs. They interpret the signs of, you know, they, of all these things going on in the world, and they, and they get a clue. They realize that Jesus is the Messiah. And so what happens is God uses them um, to, do, to preach the gospel during this, this period. Um, now, um, another thing, too, is that you got to understand, too, is that the, the Holy Spirit is not present in the world or he's not, the Holy Spirit is, is not working in a function that he did during the time of the church, okay? When the church age ends, the Holy Spirit is present with God. Now, now the Holy Spirit uh, enabled the people in the Old Testament. They were anointed um, by God and by the prophets to do the job that God had called them to do. Sometimes God let, allowed them to keep the Holy Spirit, and sometimes he took it away from them until when the job was completed. So the Holy Spirit is going to work like that in, the, in these times. Um, and the 144,000, as I said before, are not Gentile people. They're Jews. Um, because, see, God has still got, a, uh, still got a covenant with the Jews, and God still remembers his promise that he made to Abraham. Um, and so, you know, the Jews are God's chosen people. And so when you study Revelation, you got to understand part of the reason why the world is going through this period is so that God can redeem Israel. And somehow, as Stephen said when he was stoned, that the Jewish people, and I'm quoting what Stephen said, that the Jewish people were, were stiff-necked and stu a stubborn generation. You know, they Jesus said they demand signs, you know. And so a part of the tribulation period is so that God can redeem the 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 um the the Jews you know because the Jews are God's chosen people and God remembers his promise that he made to Abraham so he's doing this to redeem them so what better way to redeem them to send 144,000 um from each tribe um out to preach the gospel that Jesus is the true messiah and so each tribe consists of 12,000 members. You have 12 tribes, and you have tw the equal 12,000. From each tribe, you have 12 tribes, and they equals 144,000. Okay, that's where you get the 144,000 from. It's a complete number. Um, and so God is going to use those 144,000 to preach the gospel during this time. Now, if you if you read in in the Word of God, you'll notice that um, the the tribe of Ephraim and Dan, which are the twelve two two of the original twelve tribes, are not mentioned in this. You have a tribe of Joseph, and you have a tribe of Levi. Now Levi was the priestly clan. It was not counted as one of these original tribes. It was a priestly tribe, um, and God didn't count them, include them in in the in their the 12 tribes because they stood alone. They were in charge of the service in the temple and worship, leading worship and doing the sacrifices. And they, they were in charge 
of, of the ministry. Um, and so God didn't choose, God didn't choose them, uh, didn't include them, but God cl- includes them in, in the 144,000. And God includes Joseph in his tribe. Joseph takes the place of Ephraim. And Levi takes the place of Dan because the tribes of Dan and Levi, Dan and, and Ephraim are um, disqualified by God because of what of what they did to bring in the worship of, of idolatry, and so um, so Joseph it takes the place of of um, Joseph was the father of Ephraim, so Joseph's tribe takes the place of Ephraim. Um, and so God marks the hundred, these hundred forty-four thousand with the seal. Okay, and this is done in first done in Ezekiel nine chapter four. Um, God goes out and and and, and uh, anoints all the people with a mark um, in Jerusalem that have the um, have a seal um, that has a seal that identifies these people as belonging to God, okay? Um, Now, this mark will will protect these 144,000. These 144,000 will not be harmed in any way. Um, the, the, The beast will try to go after them, assassinate them, attack them, won't be able to touch them. Um, sickness won't fall on them. Um, the tri- the judgments will not affect them in any way. They'll as the as the judgments go on, they'll be protected with that. As long as they have that mark on their forehead, nothing w- will be able to harm them. They'll go through this the remainder of the of the tribulation period and come out on the end and be alive. And God is specifically using these these men, uh, these these Jews, converted Jews, to preach the gospel. So what they'll do is they'll go out in all the corners of the world and begin to preach Christ, primarily to the Jews and then those other Gentiles that are around. And so, but these hundred forty-four thousand will not do miracles. They will not heal the sick. They'll not raise the dead. They'll not cast out demons. As the people, as as we did in the church age, um, their primary duty is to preach the good news that Jesus saves and, and trying to bring people to salvation. That's what the primary duty of the of the hundred forty four thousand are, um, and they will not be killed or harmed or be able bullets. They'll try to shoot bullets at them. Bullets will bounce off at, off of them. They will not be able to be touched until that, till they compl- uh, until they come through, till they complete their mission. Um, and so you have these, you have these people that are marked, and they'll be going out preaching the gospel, knocking on doors, and preaching to people to get saved and repent of their sins and come to know Christ as their Savior. That's what they'll be doing during during the time of tribulation. Okay, so that's the, that's the hundred forty four thousand, um, and you can't be. A member of the hundred fourth, you can't be a member of the hundred forty four thousand unless you're a Jew. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, and there's a picture right there on the screen of the angel going and marking the um, hundred forty four thousand. Now some of these, this picture is wrong. Um, the hundred forty four thousand were were men and men only. They were not any women in this group. Sorry, ladies, don't get mad at me. 
but they were only men that God sanctioned during this time to um, to go out and preach the gospel. Um, also, um, they lasted. They 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 they, <coughs> they go through. Um, they are protected, as I said, as they go through the tribulation period. Um, the tribulation period is going on around them, um, but it does not affect them in any way. Um, they're protected um, from the from the wrath of God because God has is, is sanctioned them to go out and preach the gospel. So God will protect them during this time. He's already he will form a hedge of protection. They'll be on the hit list from the the beast. The beast will try to kill them. The beast will try to shut up, shut them up. The beast will try to keep them from preaching the gospel. But he will not be successful. Um, like I said, you know, he, he'll send send armies to stop them, but they, but armies will not be able to stop the hundred forty four thousand during this time. And then we go to um, verse number um, nine. That's verses 1 through 8 that have to do with the um, 144,000. Verses 9 through 17 have to deal with um, what is called the tribulation saints. Now, we meet them in the previous chapter. That is the the fifth seal that's open. We meet the the tribulation saints. Now, the tribulation saints are composed of Gentiles. Um, and could be some Jews um, who who accept Christ during this time. Now, the, the only the hundred forty four thousand have the mark and are protected by God. The other people do not have the mark um, and are not and, and are not protected the same way as the hundred forty four thousand are. Okay. So there will be a lot of people during this time that will wake up and they will, they will they will come to their senses and they will see Christ as their Savior and they'll get saved. So a lot of people worry about, you know, when the rapture happens, that's it, I can't get saved. But you can still get saved. Gospel's still going to be preached. Still can come to know Christ. Um, but see, you got to understand that in, this is a world where evil is in control. There is no church um, as we know it in this world. You know, evil is allowed to advance in a way that is never advanced, except, you know, when you have the other world governments. So the church and the Holy Spirit in the earth has held back evil to a point. Now, this time, evil will not have a, have anything to check it. It will just go, you think it's bad now. You just wait when evil is allowed to take over completely without a check. Um, and so, and so, when the people come to p- people come to know Jesus as, as their Savior, um, the beast is going to kill them. You know, they don't allow. Um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be um, it's going to be a, a religious um, to be a Christian is is going to be on, you'll be on the hit list and you'll be you'll be martyred for your faith. And so, thousands of people come to know Christ, and thousands of people will be put to death. These are called the tribulation saints. We meet them in the previous chapter in um, the, the fifth seal. They're under the throne of God. And as I said before, um, they do not get the glorified body that we do, um, that the church does, 
um, at the rapture. They do not get that because they were saved after the rapture, okay? Um, and so they will still have a body and a spirit, and, we, and the church will be able to see them in heaven. We'll be sitting right there in the throne room with God, and we'll see the tribulation saints that will come and say, we, you know, we want, we want you to avenge us, God. You know, we gave our lives to you, and, and, um, and, and, and you want, we want you to avenge us. And God says, just wait a minute now. You know, let, let, let the courses take what, you know, let everything be in motion, and then the time will come that you'll be avenged, Okay. Now, see, the, the beast only has maybe a three-and-a-half, seven- to three-and-a-half-year reign on the earth. He's the, like the little horn that Daniel saw. He's, he has the shortest world government and dominating than, that the world had, so he's the little horn. And so he has, so he has the shortest time frame of the, of the one world government um, in, in the history of the world. And so... Um, but in that time, he's gonna he's gonna reign and and cause everybody to to um he caused everybody to have to take the mark of the beast. Now last week I said I was just preaching. I didn't know what I was talking about about the mark of the beast and about the COVID nineteen. Well, I saw on the news yesterday that the people in see this this setting up for this folks. This whole thing is setting up, getting ready for this. The Greenville. Chamber of Commerce met met together and had a meeting and they have a little sticker when you go to Greenville, so watch for it on their doors outside. They have a little sticker. And that little sticker says, before you come into this business and patron this business, you gotta follow what the CDC says before you walk in this door and buy stuff or eat at my restaurant. You got the number one, you you have to wear a mask. Number two, you gotta wash your hands. Um, number three, you got to use sanitizer. Number four, if you have fever and a cough um, and you have flu-like symptoms, you can't come in the door. And so they're asking everybody that comes in. The, and, and you got to realize, too, that the businesses now, you know, they're limited by the, by the occupants, their size. And so you can't go into the business unless it's half occupancy. So when you go up there to go shopping, you got to realize that there might be more people in, in the in the in the store and you might have to wait outside till there's time for you to go into the store and so they're asking everybody to, to realize that when you go in the store and you got to say a pledge with my friends that is the doorway for you for the mark of the beast because the mark of the beast you can't buy or trade without it you got to make a pledge to put that thing on your forehead or on your hand which i think is a chip but we'll talk more about that too um, you know, with the advance of computers and young people using the using the cell phones, that, you know, and it's so easy to scan your bank account card or whatever. You know, it's it's just in motion, people. It's in motion. It's, it's setting it up. So you just be just wait and see what happens. But we'll get into that later. Um, but see that the the the, the um. The tribulation saints will be on the number one hit list for, for the for the um, um, the antichrist, and he will kill them and persecute them because he doesn't doesn't want the world to hear Jesus. He hates Jesus, hates God, hates the Bible, and and so he'll round them up and and put them in a fire squad or behead them or whatever, you know. But these these people get saved and they'll preach the gospel and then and then they'll go go to heaven and be with Jesus until. 
until the end of the tribulation period, and then they'll be raptured, okay? And they'll join us in our ranks in the church. Um, but they are not raptured like we are, and they will not experience what we experience because they come to Christ after the, after the, the rapture takes place, okay? Um, but we will see them, and we will hear them, and we will hear God's response as we heard them in chapter 5. So, um, so in verse number uh, 9, um, we, get, we see, and there's a picture of it here, and I want to say too, we we haven't. I need I need to get Kevin to do that because I, I haven't I haven't given Kevin information. But these these um, pictures are from uh, are copyrighted. They're from Pat Mark Marco Smith from Revelation Illustrated. So if you want to reach out to go to her website, you can buy this buy these pictures yourself. She, she's a wonderful artist. This is done in the eighties. As as I've said before, we showed the video of of these pictures that she put them in a video so you can buy them yourself um and she allows um her work to be um displayed for church purposes for teaching and so that's what we're doing um for non-profit um but she has wonderful art uh, wonderful artwork that she has drawn through the through these images that um uh, in revelation so we want to thank her for her art, her for uh, her artistic ability and to convey this book uh, to us in in an image um, and in artwork, so we can at least have a picture of what it looks like. Um, so we come to verse nine in chapter seven, and we meet, and it says, "And after this, I beheld and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindred and." People and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Okay, now this is a picture of that here in heaven. Um, you know, you see the square, and the square is a, another. It's a perfect. It's a perfect square. The people are, are put in a square. Um, square is a symbol of perfection because it has all sides that are equal. Um, the um the temple that comes down i believe is a perfect square that comes down um out of heaven that's in the latter chapter of, of revelation but we see the people standing before the the throne um from every nation kindred people and tongue stood before the lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands so this this is the tri these are the tribulation saints, okay, um, coming before God before Jesus in heaven. They have white robes on, like we had on when we got to heaven. We were all dressed with white robes because we're not clothed by what we do. We're clothed through what He has done. Our righteousness, the Bible says, is is nothing but filthy rags, and so we can't get into heaven. Our, through our own merit and own works, but we get get into heaven through what He has already done on the cross, and so because of that, these people are dressed in white robes because of, because it's not their holiness that they have on; it's His. They're dressed with His holiness, so they join us. We're dressed in white too. Palms is a symbol of peace. You know, now they have come into God's presence and they're resting in peace. 
you know they they had they were they were tortured and killed and martyred for their faith and now they're in God's presence and they they they're in a in, in a, a place of surreal peace and then verse 10 says and I cry with a loud voice saying salvation to our God which is sitteth upon the throne and upon the lamb and all the angels, verse 11, and all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders, the four beasts, and, and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God. Okay, what has happened is you have kind of a lull in the activity of judgment. God's already judged the world through six seals. He hasn't opened the seventh. Actually, the seventh seal is six more, seven more judgments. So the seventh... So the so the sixth the seventh judgment is seven is seven is the trumpet judgment seven more, okay, which are more severe than the seal judgments, okay, but God has has took has rested on the, from the sixth, okay, just like He did when He made the world, He re, He rested, or He rested on the seventh day, um, on the sixth day I don't remember I think He re, rested on the sixth day. Or seventh day after creating rest. So God is doing a pause in the activity here. And and he's anointing the 144,000 to do their work to remember his, excuse me, remember his connection to Israel and send them forth to preach the gospel mainly, primarily to the Jews to get them saved, to get them redeemed. And then... Um, we have um, the tribulation saints in verses nine through seventeen. Um, now, when they come together, it says that there's all nations, kindreds, people, and tongues stand before the throne of God or the throne of the Lamb, dressed in white. And so, as they stand there, they begin to celebrate and to praise Jesus for saving their soul. And everybody and all of heaven breaks out in worship. So, folks, if you don't like being quiet, and a lot of people are quiet in church, you're not gonna like heaven, because heaven is very loud. It erupts with praise to God, praise to Jesus. And so we see it now is that the as these um, tribulation saints have have completed their work on earth, have been martyred and killed for their faith. They began to worship Jesus and give Him thanks for their what salvation. I hope when we get to heaven, we'll, we'll we, when we get to heaven, we will look at our life. God will show us the missing pieces. You know, a lot of times we wonder why things happen the way they do. We all have questions. We all want closure in our lives, and sometimes we don't get closure in our lives. You know, sometimes you know we have missing pieces about our life. We wonder why that happened to us. Well, when we get to heaven, all that, all those mission pieces are going to be filled. We're going to see everything, good, bad, and ugly. And we're going to see, and through it all, Jesus was right there the whole time taking our situation and making something good out of something bad. And we're going to see it all. And we're just going to erupt in praise. And we're just going to say, we're just going to be so thankful to him for what he's done in our lives. We're going to be so appreciative to what he's done in our lives. And so in verse 12, verse 11, all the angels stand and the elders and the four beasts along with the tribulation saints and along with us 
And we began to worship Jesus and thank him for what he's doing. Thank him for the, the wrath of God. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that? We're thanking God for the wrath of God, the cleaning up the world and, and, and um, delivering the world from evil. Um, and so um, they're watched in verse 14. It says there, they came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So it's what it's telling us here, like I said, their robes did not come white on their own. They're, they're made clean through what they, Jesus did for on the cross to redeem them from their sins. Okay? So this, this, is, um, this is a time of celebration, and God makes a promise to them. Okay? Therefore... Are they before the throne of God? So now they're before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall, shall dwell among them. The promise God makes to them in verse 16. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst no any more, neither shall the sun light shine on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto the fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. So these people that are going through this tribulation period are going to go through a rough time. Their lives are going to be in danger, and they're going to look, many of them will lose their lives for the gospel's sake. They'll be persecuted, hunted, killed put to a firing squad and they, they're going to go through the roughest time ever in his, just imagine that the roughest time in the history of this world and God's, it's, God says now that he's going to take care of them that neither shall the sunlight shine on them nor any heat they're going to be in God's presence their thirst, they will thirst for righteousness no more because God is going to give them, has already given them his righteousness. And the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and care for them. And see, Jesus hadn't forgotten the people. Jesus, the Bible says us, tells us right here that Jesus has not forgotten the people on the earth during the tribulation period. He's trying to reach them, trying to save them, trying to bring his promise um, to their lives. But they got to accept him. You know, he's, they have, you, you, you know, you can't, you cannot live on your mama's salvation. <laughs> you know, you got to, you, you got to come to Christ on your own. You can't live on your grandma's salvation. You got to develop a relationship with him on your own. You can't get on, you can't get into heaven on your daddy's salvation. You got to make that choice on your own. But Jesus still loves and wants and reaches out for these people on the earth to try to, you know, to, to, to get them to come to him. You know, and this is the reward they have when they do. So I'm going to take care of you. You know, I'm going to wipe away your tears. I know what you've gone through, you know, and I'm, I'm going to reward you for your faith. I'm going to take care of you for all eternity. You know, we can take care of ourselves through this life, but Jesus is going to take care of us through all eternity. Let that sink in for a minute. We can provide and take care of ourselves in this life, but Jesus says here that he's going to take care of us through all eternity.
That's good word this evening. Jesus will take care of us all through eternity. So that will conclude chapter 7 tonight. Verses 1 through 17 of chapter 7. We met the 144,000. Hope that kind of cleared up some some questions that people have about who in the 144,000. You can't be 144,000 unless you're a Jew and unless you're living in this time period. Um, 144,000 will be anointed to preach the gospel and nothing can hurt them, but they won't be able to be like the early church or be like the day. They won't be able to heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons, nothing. They'll be able to just preach the gospel and 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 do as God commands them to do. Um, get the Jewish people, their primary goal is to get the nation of Israel saved because God's not forgotten his people. Um, and then, you know, th- there, there's a lot of this conjecture about, you know, about God's chosen people and about this. And, and I'm not against, I'm not against the Jews in any way, but... Um, Jesus said the elect are, you know, it says, you know, if, if um, Jesus said, um, what he said, that, um, I can't remember, I forgot what, Jesus, the Jews were, said we're God's chosen people because, you know, we follow Abraham and because we're a descendant of Abraham, we're going to get into heaven because we're related to him and that's not so. Um and, and and Jesus said that the elect are the ones that do God's will. And so we become the elect when we do God's work. Um, and and that you, you got to understand something, too, is that there's not a group of people that's, that's going to be saved, and there's not a group of people that's, that's not going to be saved. Um, God has saved everybody. Jesus, when he went to the cross, he just didn't die for a select group of people. He died for the whole world. So everybody has a chance to come to know Christ as their Savior. Everybody can make the choice. Um, It's not made for us. You know, I think God in his infinite, omnipotent wisdom knows who's going to get saved and who's not. But, But that he sees the whole picture. But God's will is that everybody come into repentance and everybody come to the cross and everybody accept Jesus as a Savior. But we have to make that choice on our own. God's not going to force us to. That's the miracle of grace is that we serve, serve a God who, who loves us enough to give us a choice. It's up to us to, to make the choice for Jesus. Um, and God's not going to force us um, to make it. Um, so, But you got to understand something too. What Paul says, you know, that in Christ, we're a new creature. There's, there's no Jew or Gentile, slave or free. We're all one new person in Christ. And so, and so, we, so when we come to Christ, we lose our, our Jewish, um, we lose our, our, our Jewish identity and we lose our Gentile identity and we're all one in Jesus. And so that's what heaven is, is going to be like. We're all going to be together in Christ, unified together, one in the Lord. Um, so the, so um, we got to understand, too, is that the, the, the main thrust that the 144,000 are going to do is try to convince the Jews that Jesus is the true Messiah during this time. They're also going to preach to the Gentiles and those people that listen but their primary th- thrust is to try to convince the Jews during this time that Jesus is the true Messiah 
um, that God sent into the world and that, that, that we learn in Scripture and Revelation that the Jews go through the first three and a half years of tribulation and they wake up because the, the, the Antichrist lies and deceives to them. And so they realize that, that you know, he's, he's the Antichrist and they receive Christ and then God protects them in the wilderness for the last three and a half years. But so eventually the Jews do wake up and do receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Um, but the 144,000 primary goal is to preach the gospel, the good news to the, to the, to the, to the Israelites, to the Jews living on the, in the world that day. Um, and so that will conclude our Bible study tonight. We're glad that you, you, um, you, had, you took time out of your, your busy evening to be with us. Um, and next week we'll be studying Revelation chapter 8. And that begins the seventh, um, the, the last judgment, the seventh seal open, which introduces six, seven more judgments, the trumpet judgment. So we'll talk about that next week. And it has only 13 verses in chapter eight. So we're glad that you could be, you could be, a, uh, you could um, share in this time together. Hope that you were blessed. And God bless you this evening. And now let's close with a word of prayer. Almighty God, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your love. Bless everybody listening here tonight. Fill them with your presence and touch them. Minister them. And, and be their God as we are your people. Meet their needs according to your riches and glory. And we ask this and bless them all as we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.